Fashion Questions. On each episode, we ask a different question to retail insiders about the fashion industry. This is where they share their views and insights. Brought to you by Hive. The group's fashion portfolio includes Moda at Spring and Autumn Fair, Pure London and Source Fashion. Stay tuned. A very warm welcome to Fashion Questions. When it comes to branding, marketing and public relations, many businesses take matters into their own hands. This can be time-consuming and return on investment can become elusive if one doesn't have the necessary know-how to do it efficiently. When is it the right time to hire a PR agency? Do you have the necessary infrastructure to support PR activities? To help us understand this, I have with me in the studio Gabriela Nassif and Miguel Arquero, co-founders of MGC, a strategic brand management, PR and communications agency based in London. Good morning, Gabby, and good morning, Miguel. Good morning. Hi, thank you for having us. When is the right time to hire a PR agency? Um, I would say there's no right or wrong time to necessarily look into PR. Ultimately, I think all brands need an element of PR to get their business off the ground. And um, PR is a necessary element throughout the life cycle of any company, really. Um, and the support does come in all different shapes and sizes and budgets and internal priorities will determine what that looks like for you as a company. Um, whether the designer is reaching out to editors and influencers themselves, which is often how most brands will start off when budgets are limited. Um, or the brand hires an in-house team or freelance agent to help them on the side. But then, of course, there's the agency option. But they're all working towards the same goal and is vital for business growth ultimately. I think the idea of hiring an agency can sometimes be more convenient as the company won't necessarily have to manage an in-house team or the you know expense of having a showroom space. Um, generally, the price of an agency will be more cost-effective than hiring a full in-house team to support. So when budgets align, I think it works to hire an agency when you're ready and you have all the assets and you're ready to go. Um, once you're prepared with sufficient inventory to fulfill orders and ready to ready for the attention that will be driven by the media. Gal? In terms of timings and working with a PR agency, um, there is no right time or wrong time. I think it's about finding the right agency that will understand your journey. Um, as long as your content is ready and you know your brand messaging, the right agency can come on board before you've even launched. They can guide you through that process um, and become an extension of, of your team once you've launched as well. Um, so I think it's worth meeting with agents and speaking to different PR agencies way before you've launched to kind of understand what that journey is going to look like for the brand. But have you had any instances where a designer comes to you, but then he doesn't have enough samples or it's not, it doesn't have the infrastructure to actually back that up? Definitely. I think, um, as with most things, it's really important to achieve that healthy balance of being almost ready and having the right collateral, having the right PR tools, but also engaging with an agency before so that you know what content is required from the press and they can tell you what kind of samples you need, what kind of content you need and what the editors will be looking for in a brand. Most people tend to associate PR with brand exposure in the media, but most agencies do provide other services, isn't it, Gabby? Absolutely. Um, it was really important to us when we started MGC to ensure that all components of the PR bracket were provided under one umbrella. 
Um, Miguel and I both came from big agencies where all the services were offered separately, managed by different teams, each coming with their own retainer fees. We were determined to structure our business in a way that was convenient for brands to find everything in one place um, with one point of contact and manage their budgets in a really cost-effective way. Um, of course, brand exposure via the media is a huge part of what we do and ultimately um, is the bread and butter of our day-to-day. But there's so much more that goes into a PR strategy in this current climate. Um, we have to equally prioritize social media, celebrity dressing, events, and collaborations, as um, ultimately they all go hand in hand to create wider brand exposure, drive sales, and attract wholesale partners, which is what every brand is ultimately trying to achieve. But in terms of media exposure, do you think that's the best return on investment or nowadays it varies according to the brand and what what would you say, Miguel? Um, I would say it depends what we're referring to as media. So obviously traditional media, um, the monthly magazines, the newspapers, the newspaper supplements, they're still, they're still so powerful for brands. They really drive sales and increase brand awareness. But the media landscape has changed. So it's no longer just the traditional media, but we really have to focus on new media and digital media. So whether that might be working with digital influencers or affiliate programs or keeping an eye out for new platforms and new social media, um, I think it's about really keeping our ears to the ground and surrounding ourselves by a very young team who is tech savvy, who understand what's coming in the digital sphere and really broadening our horizons when it comes to media. It's no longer just magazines. And regarding marketing affiliations, what are the key elements to achieve brand collaborations that deliver top results? That's actually a really interesting question because we've been working with lots of our brands on securing these collaborations and brainstorming. Um, So we don't just work on securing coverage for that collaboration, but we really love to um, come on board when that decision-making process is happening. So we would um, suggest relevant brands to work with and partner with or advise on what's more newsworthy and what the media are going to be more attracted to. Um, but what we found over the years is that it's important to keep it really original, work with a like-minded brand that is completely outside of the box and unexpected. Um, So the most exciting collaborations we've worked on are different and very original. And I think that's what people are attracted to. Um, We've actually kind of done really amazing stuff for our brands. Um, From at the top of my head, I can think of Richard Quinn collaborating with Barbie, for instance, or um, we've had kind of, uh, yeah, jewelry collaborations, design collaborations, hotel collaborations. Um, And it's about, yeah, I would say thinking outside the box. And we do have a wide range of brands and retailers in our audience, from small and independent to firmly established in the market. For those who face budget restrictions, what are the services that are really worth investing in, Gabby? I would say um, content is king. A brand really must invest in their visual assets to enter into this competitive space. Um, Beyond that, I would suggest engaging with a PR, whether it's a freelance or agency, um, is probably the next best investment to ensure that the content that they've created um, is being consumed by the right people and ultimately resulting in sales. 
Has the role of PR changed or does it remain fundamentally the same, Miguel? So I think there's a lot to unpack here because the industry has changed so much over the last few years. Um, Gabby and I started working in PR, I would say, around 10 years ago um, when there was no social media. Um, There was a little bit of blogging that was starting, um, but it wasn't taken seriously. It was very much looked down on. Um, There were a few bloggers that brands were starting to work with, but there was no Instagram. um, There was no TikTok, obviously. Um, And it was a very different way of working. So we would work with socialites and celebrities and editors and the more traditional tastemakers. But Instagram came in, I think, in 2012 and really changed everything for brands. Um, It is now a huge focus for us. It's something that brands benefit from often more than from traditional PR. Um, Our strategies revolve heavily around social media and new media platforms. I would say I think it was impossible to predict how the blogs would transform um, into this hugely influential platform that has become an entirely new marketplace for brands to engage with. It's um, a really exciting time, and I think that no one could have expected for influencers to be sitting front row next to editors-in-chiefs and have the potential to totally sell out a product in a matter of minutes. And I think there is an element that is still the same, and that is the community building. Um, So kind of working with individuals that really reinforce your brand values and identifying the right people to support your brand and wear your collections. So that sense of building a really strong and loyal community for a brand remains the same, but we work with different channels and different media to reach out to them. I think it's also important to note that Miguel and I are millennials and we grew up in this space. So we have a really deep understanding of how it functions, which is a huge asset for our clients. And at MGC, we kind of bring this all into, a, into an all-inclusive strategy and handle everything um, kind of under one umbrella. How about sustainability? Do you notice a higher demand to communicate sustainable brand values? Absolutely. Um, As um, a PR agent, it's vital that we communicate each of our clients' sustainable practices. Um, It's almost a non-negotiable in this current climate um, to be mindful and progressive when it comes to sustainability. And the media expect it from every brand that they're considering featuring in their publications. Sustainability is at the forefront of every industry, not just fashion. Brands are certainly working on educating themselves and developing their internal practices to become increasingly sustainable from their production lines to distribution, how their factories operate. Um, They have to look at the entire supply chain and continuously contribute to the environmental efforts that are being driven worldwide. But does that really impact on the communication strategy from a PR point of view? Well, yes, because we have to factor that into our strategy and we have to factor that into our comms. Um, We are constantly um, sending out press releases about new and exciting practices that are being incorporated into our brand's internal strategies. And for for us, it's really important to encourage each of our brands to implement meaningful strategies that can be communicated to the market that aren't just box-ticking exercises. One thing we're very proud of is um, we really do cherry pick the clients that we work with and the brands that we take on. So for us, a brand that is working really hard to be more sustainable is a brand that we want to work with. Um, And I think it's our job to advise them on what the media are looking for. So if there's a demand for more diverse content or a demand for more sustainable production or a demand for 
whatever it may be. It's our job to advise these clients and point them in the right direction to make sure their media relations remain really strong. And you do have a clear focus on the fashion industry with high-profile clients who present their collections at London Fashion Week, such as Richard Quinn, who you just mentioned earlier, and Temporally London. When brands are considering hiring a PR agency, is it better to go for niche or mainstream? I think that's a very personal decision as well for every brand. We always say that the most important thing when looking for a PR agency is chemistry. You need to get on with your team. You need to understand each other. You need to have a similar vision that is aligned. Um, but in terms of choosing kind of the size or the of the agency or whether it's a fashion-focused agency or a more mainstream one, um, I think it also depends on the size of the business and what you're looking for in that agency. So a lot of bigger brands will have great budgets and require touch points in different territories and different agencies in different cities. And a bigger, more mainstream agency could be a great solution for a brand that size. And then there's emerging brands and up-and-coming designers who benefit from a much more hands-on approach and a really personable agency that look after the brand in a, in a more personal way. Um, so it's a personal decision for every brand. Um, there is n- I don't think there's a, there's a right answer or wrong answer. I think it's whatever feels right for the brand at the time. I would also say that in the fashion industry, uh, mainstream agencies are associated with higher retainer fees, obviously. So um, that's a huge factor to consider when hiring an agency. Um, ultimately, the decision will depend on budgets and chemistry. What is your advice about finding the right PR agency? What are the main considerations to have in mind before signing up? First of all, I think make sure your brand is almost ready. Make sure you have stock and visual assets. Your website is up and running and you feel really proud of it. Your samples are ready and they're great quality. Um, And again, like we said earlier, a lot of it is chemistry. So make sure you really connect with your PR team. Uh, You're going to be on the phone to them almost every day. Um, They're going to be part of your brand journey. They're going to be going through a lot of the same exciting things than you and the hard parts as well. So it's important to really have that connection. Um, We've become good friends with so many of our clients. We are on the other side of the line every day. Um, we're their sounding board, not just their PR agents, but we we become, um, I would say, a system of support and guidance for, for them. Um, so I would say the most important thing is make sure you are partnering with an agency that understands your mission and that you connect with. Yeah, and just to echo that, they will play a huge part in your day-to-day, so you really can't compromise on how much you enjoy the process and the people that you're working with. Um, I think in this day and age, it's more important than ever to carefully consider how your brand is communicated. Um, So select the team that share your beliefs and your enthusiasm for the product that you're selling. And like Miguel said, we're so lucky that we have become an extension of our clients' in-house teams. And really more often than not, they have become our close friends. And in terms of uh, celebrities, they're still kind of the golden dust. Uh, Do you have celebrity stylists who approach you and say, oh, we have this project that that we need to work on, or you're the ones who actually approach them and say, well, we have this amazing designer? Oh, it's a bit of both. Um, Daily, we are um, contacted by celebrity stylists from all over the world. 
um, obviously mostly from LA or um, the US, but there are so many great stylists here in the UK and all over the world as well. So yeah, we also proactively reach out and we come up with these strategies for our clients. We carefully consider who our VIP targets are. Um, so once that's all aligned and confirmed, we'll then go and proactively approach the stylists um, and pitch some great ideas to them. And more often than not, they result in some really fantastic red carpet moments. And VIP placements are one of our biggest focuses for brands. Um, we see amazing, amazing results and how much it translates for the brand. Um, we're really proud of the celebrity moments we've had. And we really do dress all sorts of people um, in the US and in the UK across fashion and film and culture. It's our way of making sure that our brands remain culturally relevant. Um, and it's a really fun part of the job as well. Thank you so much to both of you. Thank you, Gabby. Thank you, Miguel. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you it so much. It was such a pleasure to be here. And thank you for listening. Stay tuned.